It's a beautiful day and a fine time for healing. Podcast host Randy Fine, a narcissistic abuse expert and the author of the groundbreaking book, Close Encounters of the Worst Kind, and the captivating memoir, Cliff Edge Road, invites you into her sanctuary, a place where your physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being are all that matter. So put your feet up, relax, and enjoy today's show. And now, here's Randy. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in to listen to A Fine Time for Healing. I am your show host, Randy Fine. If shame and guilt are part of your narrative about the story of your life, past and present, you are going to really want to listen to this show because that's what we're going to be talking about. Shame and guilt are rooted within the matrix of everyone's life. No one is spared. They are the most dangerous threat to our personal power and to our very life. Shame and guilt cannot destroy our powerful emotions, but they can change our positive emotions to negative ones. They instigate suicide, war, hatred, jealousy, unworthiness, depression, anxiety, etc. Shame and guilt target our soul and blacken our spirit in our attempts to peace, love, creativity, and joy. We can and will win against shame and guilt. However, first, we need to recognize its chameleon nature and how to release it. Uh, tackling shame and guilt with intuitive coaching, today's special guest, Lois Hollis, helps you undo negative thoughts that get settled within your system with negative thought patterns gradually transitioning into physical ailments. These emotions are toxic. She teaches you how to heal emotions that have been sabotaged by shame and guilt with her alternative form of healing. Lois has healed from childhood abuse and understands how abuse cripples your thoughts and your feelings. Her empathetic approach and intuitive therapy techniques work to resolve your feelings of shame and guilt. Lois Hollis, RN, BSN, REV, was a nurse's aide at 12. Her desire to understand and heal the body continues at 77 as a shame guilt educator counselor, counselor and now filmmaker, which she's going to tell us about. Once she discovered shame and guilt, once she discovered that shame and guilt caused emotional and physical illness, she healed. And Lois is a trailblazer in many aspects. So today she's going to take us through this trail that she has blazed through shame and guilt. Good morning and welcome, Lois. Thank you. And you are an elegant speaker. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> I've been doing it for a while. Okay. What do you want to start telling us about shame and guilt? What do we need to know about that? Okay. The reason that we've been stuck in the shame guilt prison, and you don't have to be abused, and you don't have to have a bad parent or a good parent. It happens to all of us. It's except that when we, I say we because I've been thrown down steps and beaten and uh, many, many things happening to me, um, you just have a little bit more shame guilt. That's all. But everybody has it. So there's no shame about having shame. 
because it's endemic. It's, that, it's the ones that admit they have it are the smart ones, okay? So we're smarter than the normal <laughs> population because we know about it. But, okay, so if I can digress, the reason that we're stuck in this shame guilt prison is because we have not given, been given the truth about it, okay? It's not our fault. We can't blame our teachers, our mothers, our fathers, our teacher. We can only blame their culture because they did not know the truth. So I'm going to tell you the truth. Is that okay, Randy? We would love to hear the truth, Lois. Please do. Okay, this is the truth. Okay. Now, we all know about love energy. Feel with love energy. Oh, man, I feel like I can climb any mountain. I can do anything. I can give a talk. I can write a book. I can rollerblade. I can ski. I can do anything. That love energy makes me happy, right? It makes me joyful. I can dance. I can sing. So love energy has joy and happiness and intuition. Oh, uh, can't even measure all the other ones, uh, compassion. So it has many, many tangents or subsections of love energy, okay? That's what love does to us. Everybody wants to be in love because you want to feel happy. Now, on the other side of the world, we have a negative energy, and it is called shame guilt. Ah, everybody says, no, it's an emotion. It's an energy that causes emotions. Okay, that's really important to know because your whole mind goes, oh, my negative energies aren't bad. I can feel negative emotions, but it's not bad. It's the shame, guilt, energy that made it bad. That's really, really important to know because it changes your whole mindset. Now, what happens when a negative energy called a virus comes into your computer? It takes it over. We all know that (laughs) one, don't we? Yep. (laughs) uh, Microsoft Word doesn't work. You press the O key and the T comes up. I mean, you know. I don't have to tell anybody about a virus attacking your computer. Everybody's just got a headache on that one. <laughs> well, our body is a computer. And we could talk about the lines, the meridian lines we have in us, our energy lines. And I think, Randy, you, you know, we all understand that, is that we are energy. And we have energy lines within us on that etherical level. So when a negative energy comes into our body, it changes how our body responds. And that's what shame, guilt, energy does. It comes into us. Now, I would say 99% of people say, we need shame and guilt to make us moral. I'm saying... No, I don't. I just do things because it's the right thing to do. 
you know, um, I um, go to the food store to get food because it's the right thing to do. I don't feel guilty if I don't go to get this or that. It's just that we're programmed to feel bad. So the shame-guilt energy twists our normal feelings and shame guilt energy is not of humanity it's not normal it's common okay if you got a pencil and paper write it down because that's important to know people say oh shame and guilt are part of humanity i'm saying no it is not it is not god-given Love is God-given. Shame, guilt, energy is an external energy field that is not of humanity. Everybody has it. It's normal, but it's not part. It's common. Excuse me for saying that, Randy. It's common, not normal. Okay? Okay. See how, I mean, I've been doing this for 15 years, and my brain still gets messed up. That shows you how (laughs) endemic it is. I mean, seriously. True. And uh, this is my 70th podcast, okay? And I still sometimes get messed up. So we're we're fighting a big monster. But if you know the monster's technique, you can win. So that's what I do. You can't, you got to be, you got to know your enemy. Instead of trying to figure out what you did wrong, can we focus on what and who and how our enemy is that way we win Hmm. so shame guilt is an external energy outside of us and it comes to us through the voices the negativeness of people's voices and their actions they actually throw the shame guilt they have onto you and Randy goes all through that, I'm sure, in narcissistic abuse, because that's what narcissists do. They throw the shame guilt on you because they don't want it. So I teach how not to take it, to find out what it is not to take it. So now when the shame guilt negative energy comes into us by voice or actions, our emotions turn from positive to negative and randy had spoken about that compassion turns to depression intuition turns to anxiety passion turns to anger that's all it just turns the energy pattern of your emotions so it doesn't make too much sense worrying about the depression and anxiety can we just work on shame guilt to get that the heck out of our lives. Now, what does it do to the mental body, our brain? We get very confused. When you're when you're very confused, you're in shame, guilt, energy, because it twists the, your mental patterns, right, from positive to negative. They say you need to take uh, four positive uh, remarks to offset one negative one. So that's how strong that energy is. It's kind of like not fair. So that's why my new film's called I'm Good. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I mean, really. I mean, I'm good. I had to say that like 4,000 million times, and I do. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Because I have to offset the negativity of my life. And I was, I stuttered and all sorts of things of that nature because of the brain traumas. You all understand that one. Wow. Um, So anytime I do anything, I like, I did good driving the car. I, I only got lost once. You know, I don't say I got lost. I'm so bad. I said, I only got lost once. I did good. Mm. So that's my um, way of healing. Like if I burnt the the, the, uh, food I was cooking, wow, I burnt that only two times this week, not four. (laughs) You can turn anything around to I did good. Because no, you will not accept a compliment from anybody else. Unless it comes from yourself, it has to be in your own voice. When you compliment yourself, even though you don't believe it, it's okay. Say it, because eventually you'll believe it. I'm good, I'm good, and it's okay. I had a tape recorder. Um, Remember, I'm 77, so we use tape recorders. may not even know what that is, uh, cassette tape. And I uh, recorded my (laughs) voice. I, I recorded my own voice, and then I put it on like five, ten. So like I had a half an hour of me telling myself how good I am. <laughs> and I had to. I had to offset the negative. Anyway, back to the the body. Now, the physical body, it also, the negative energy affects your physical body. It turns your uh, energy meridians that affect your organs, like your gallbladder and your liver and your lungs, it changes their frequency, so therefore it's predisposed to disease. So shame guilt is the beginning of everything. And then on the spiritual level, pardon? I said okay. After you tell us this, I want to start asking a few questions. So, yeah, tell us about the spiritual level. Okay, now God has a, a, like a um, walkie-talkie or a cell phone, and you have one. But the shame guilt energy causes a distortion in the communication. And I've worked with a couple people from Sedona, where I used to live, who were channelers. They channeled spirit, and after they did the shame guilt work, they clear. They had a very clear channel to spirit. So there's nothing good about shame guilt. They said shame is bad and guilt is good. I said you, there's no healthy poison. <laughs> so true. So what is what is the shame guilt bond? Okay, that's a great question. You've done your work because most people don't even know that. Okay, I, I'm a nurse and forever, and I'll tell you how the medical field works. Now, if I have a bacteria in my brain, I call it meningitis. If I have the same bacteria in my lungs, they call it pneumonia. If I have the same bacteria in my colon, they call it colitis. Okay, do you see where I'm going with this? Yes. You know, you have, um, you know, like a hundred different diseases, but there's only one cause. Okay. 
And that's important to know because your mind goes crazy, shame on one side and guilt on the other. Shame is in the unconscious mind. Guilt is in the conscious mind. But it's the same energy. It's different words. Mm. Okay. There is no healthy guilt and there is no healthy shame. It's just dangerous poison energy that comes into us. So what people might be thinking is, okay, so there are times where we are, quote, unquote, guilty of a crime, of, you know, hurting someone. Do you use a different word around that? Um, well, or, yeah, how do you, how do you uh, define that? Well, you know, uh, it's kind of like shame guilt has its own um, uh, feeling to each individual person. And that's why it's hard to target it specifically because each person has a different connotation. I think that might be the word of it. Um, what I do is, you know, I when I, I'm with my grandchildren and I'm so lucky and happy to be with them. They're like, you know, like nine, ten years old and they put their shoes on the wrong foot. You know how that goes. And I say, I go, oh, I, I did guilt. You know, I'm wrong. I, I said, no, you did a da, D-A-H. You did a da. You know, there's nothing guilty about that. Like if I made a mistake, I made a right turn instead of a left turn. I go, oh, mm-hmm. I did a da. And, and so the kids came home to their mom, which is my daughter, and they said, Mom, I did a da. I put my shoes on the wrong foot. I did a da. <laughs> Asha did a da, too, because she missed the house. She had to go around the circle and come back again. She missed her house. She did a da, Mom. So, you know, that's what I use. Um, okay, now, we don't intentionally I, – I don't think – well – there are, you being the narcissistic coach, you know more than I do in that aspect, and people do want to hurt other people. So, I mean, um, that's, a, that's a section of humanity, okay? That's a, you know, I, I'm not going there, you know, because that is true. However, there are most people in humanity, because we are the best species in the universe. God made us to be the best we are the most important species in the universe. That's pretty cool to know, okay? That's the truth. So we have love in us and light in us, which has been covered, not damaged, covered by the shame, guilt, energy. So a lot of times we say the wrong things and feel guilty about that because we should not have done that. But you know what? It's not your fault. It's the shame, guilt, energy fault. So you've got to put the blame on shame, guilt. So if you want to blame somebody in your life, blame the shame, guilt, energy, and you say, I've got to get rid of this stuff in me. Does that, how does that sit with you, Randy? Well, it sits, it sits very well. So it, say you're a judge and someone's in the courtroom and they've just murdered uh, a crowd of people. You know, shot at a crowd of people. And the judge is like, you did it. You're guilty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
are they not guilty? Well, it's the terminology, and I wish I could have another word for shame, guilt, energy. You, you know what I'm saying? And I think that that's just the way our culture is. You're guilty. Um, and people will take that where they take it. I guess in a perfect world, which we do not have at this moment, you could say that was not the correct thing to do. Mm, okay. You know, you could have handled that differently. But I, okay. I don't think I can change the court system at this moment <laughs> in time. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. So, okay. what, you know, if I, yeah, so if I was a judge, I would probably have to say something like that. And how can, because I've been working with ex-offenders to get rid of the guilt and shame they have going to prison, okay? Mm, so I'm well. working on that one. So, okay. And that's huge. That's huge. Okay, so what I'm saying to people is that it's shame, guilt, energy that messes us up. Now, people are going to use those words, but you go, oh, that's a duh. They just use the wrong words. We have to do that ourselves. Okay? Okay. Yes. Um, We have to internalize. Shame, guilt is an energy placed upon humanity. Excuse me, placed upon humanity to devolve our evolution, okay, to make us victims. That's another talk for another time. But if you could only, and I, that's my film, I'm visualizing shame, guilt, energy, how it comes into us and distorts our whole humanness. And that's who we put the guilt on or the shame on or whatever you want to say. So I'm saying to people, if you start feeling that, you say, okay, shame, guilt, energy doesn't belong to me. Okay, push it on the side. Is that going to get rid of it? No. But we can at least start. Can we start with step one? It doesn't belong to me. What do I feel? Oh, I just feel not good enough, depressed. So I, I do the writing. Hi, depression. Thank you so much for coming to talk to me. What do you want to say? So we work on the emotions, not shame, guilt, energy. Because gotcha. you can't fix shame, guilt, energy. It's not of humanity. Right. So you just okay. push it to the side. And what, so what is the what is the shame what is shame guilt trigger? What is that? The shame guilt trigger? Yes. It is it is what we've been told. You know, our mothers, our fathers, our sisters, our brothers, our priests, our government, our um, priest. Um, I mean, everybody, you, you're wrong. You're, you're, you know, and it, tr- we came in with original sin. I think original sin is the shame, guilt, scar. Okay. So we get triggered because we are human. Okay. It just is. Got to ask God about that one. But we, humanity came in with this, a shame, guilt, scar. Doesn't matter who your mother was. Or your father. We have a shame, guilt, scar. So anytime shame, guilt comes into us, it's triggered. We have to learn, oh, okay, I understand that. So I'm going to work on the shame, guilt that I have received in my life. And that scar 
lessons and lessons and lessons, and you get less and less triggered. For example, people would come to me and say, oh, Lois, you're just so sensitive, you know, you know, you can't go here, you can't do this, and then I start crying because I'm just so sensitive, and someone's shaming me because I'm so sensitive. Today, people say, oh, Lois, you're too sensitive. I go, oh, thank you so much for the compliment. I'll live longer. See how I changed? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because it's like I got rid of some shame guilt. Okay, did I get rid of it all? No. I'm still working. 20 years later, I'm still working on it. Um, <laughs> but I don't get triggered as much because my shame guilt buildup is less. Mm-hmm. The less shame guilt you get rid I mean, excuse me, the more shame guilt you get rid of, the less you are triggered. It's not a mind game. It's part of a mind game. But you got to get rid of the shame, guilt that you have stored in your body. That's why people in their 40s and 50s and 60s go down in depression and get old because their burden of shame, guilt, energy is getting more and more and more. Okay, that makes total sense. Now, what if we? I know. What if we? Yeah. What if we um, are not of the of a faith that believes that we came in with the original sin? Um, what if we don't believe that? Then, then what? That's okay. Uh, what is our That's template? Okay. <laughs> what is our template? It, it, I I don't know. Uh, you know, you I asked the question. That's that's what happened. But it doesn't matter. All you have to do is say shame guilt. You don't even have to be religious. Shame guilt does not belong to me. It's an energy somewhere it is, and it doesn't belong to me. It's like the Wizard of Oz. You know, once um, Dorothy pulled the curtain over and saw this little old gray man with a big machine smoking energy, um, soot out of the, she went, oh, it's a nothing. That's what I'm saying to people. Shame guilt feels so big because that's its um, characteristic. Shame, guilt, energy has one defect. The defect is it dissolves in detection. Hmm. So detection meaning that mindfulness being self-aware. Exactly. Like, oh, that's the crazy shame, guilt, energy. Get out of here. I want to talk to my depression. I want to talk to my anxiety. Because it's an inner game. You know, our emotions are the ones that hold the shame, guilt, energy. So we have to get in touch with them to to take, get rid of it. So anyway, that's another story. But step one is to know it's not of us. So you can just put, it is a mind game in the beginning. It is a mind game. He goes, okay, that don't belong to me. Just kick it out right now. We'll go away. Probably not, but at least it's a little bit more distant, and I can work on my emotions. My emotions are my life force. Shame, guilt is not my life force. It it destroys it. So you're acknowledging that it's an energy, and it loses some power because it dissolves in detection. Mm, That's really, really cool. Yeah. You know, it's, and these are the things that we say to ourselves. These are the things that make us not love ourselves. 
Of course. And uh, we don't even realize half, right, we don't even realize half of what we say to ourselves. And when I work with uh, my clients, that's one of the things that we do is we, the first time I say, over the next week, I want you to be aware of what you're saying to yourself. And call yourself and call yourself out on it. Stand in front of the mirror and say, cut it out. (laughs) Okay. Now you brought up a great point. It's our inner, our inner critic is our shame, guilt producer. Okay. So we can tell him or her, it's a component to be or him or her to shut up, but that gives them more anger. So what we say, hi, inner critic or George or John or whoever the name is, thank you for coming to talk to me. And they'll probably say something like, get out of here. You don't know anything. You're stupid. You go, oh, thank you so much for talking to me. And um, I have a whole DVD on talking to our inner critic. And once we become friends with their inner critic, then we don't have that self-talk as much, you know, because we're friends now. My inner critic is now um, doing other things instead of um, using shame, guilt, energy to keep me stuck. But we had to become friends first. And the shame, the um, inner critic is our is our best friend, and but we have to be become friends and become friends. How do we? Like I want to be. Hi, Randy. How are you? What kind of music do you like? That's how I talk to the inner critic. What do you like for? You know, what do you like to eat? What do you like to see? So we become friends, and we can't shut up the inner critic because we try to shut it up, it just gets stronger. So we say, thank you so much for talking to me. Don't particularly like what you're doing. I am now 77 years old, and I know some things. Now, you don't know it's the year 2021. You're in 1970 when I was a little kid, and times have changed. See, they don't know time changed. So that's how you talk to the inner critic and tell them, hey, Times has changed. I'm an adult. I've learned some things, and you don't have to put me down all the time. So, you know, you negotiate. That's a whole other story. I love that. That's so great. Everybody, I hope you heard that. (laughs) That's really important. My film, the last part, I have three parts to it, has me talking to my inner critic. Oh, wow. That's really cool. And how we negotiate. We negotiate a deal. Because right. he does, his life gets better and my life gets better if we can make a deal. So we make a deal. Okay, does it happen overnight? Usually not. You got to take. You got to work on it a few weeks. But hey, it works. You well, can I'm only going, make friends with your inner critic. Yeah, I'm going to use this. Okay, so so we're we're not trying to erase the voice of our inner critic. We're trying to make friends with it. Exactly, and they'll say, "Oh, you're a stupid, dumb nut." And you go, oh, thank you so much for realizing I'm here. Um, What do you want? What are your wishes? If you had three wishes, what would they be? Oh, you can't grant me anything. You're stupid. Well, when you can, tell me your wishes. I can tell you my wishes. Do you see what I'm saying? You can turn anything around. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But you will never, ever, 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 ever have peace until you make friends with your inner critic. I don't care if you do 10 years of hypnosis, 
you know, it still makes it worse because you've shut this um, inner critic out. The inner critic is part of you, and you've got to make friends. Is it easy? Some people, it is easy. Some people, it's hard. It took me a long time. I mean, the more stubborn you are, the more stubborn they are, which has probably kept your life. Right. Exactly. So what can we, you talk about education in your book, um, Emotional Revolution Equals Evolution, Releasing Shame and Guilt. You talk about uh, education. What can we do um, to educate our children to not accept this as part of their reality? Well, I think um, what you can do is just do what what we're doing. Say, oh, they did. Oh, you know what? They call it shame and guilt or whatever the teacher called it. It's just a da. You know, like you you're you're washing the dishes and the dish falls out of your hand and it falls on the floor. It's a da. That's all. Now, if you stay up all night partying and you flunk your test that you should have stayed study for. That's not a da. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But it's the little things, you know, in my life, it was like, oh, I didn't close the door right. I didn't put my shoes on right. My earrings don't match my dress. I mean, like, you can get guilt out so badly. Um, you understand that one. So that's just a da. I did a da. But talking to your inner critic is the key to it all. And they tell you your, their name, and um, you add a discord into harmony. It's my uh, YouTube video um, on talking to the inner critic, and it's kind of funny. It's 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 very interesting. Well, I look forward to seeing that. Where will that? Where will the films be? Will they be on your website, or where will we find them? Uh, they'll be on my website, mm-hmm. and uh, it'll be free. Oh, that's I feel so like cool. all of us dealing with shame and guilt is there a break. <laughs> and you had fun making those films, didn't you? Yes, I did. It was very healing. Um, so on my website, I have Out of Discord into Harmony, and you can also access on my YouTube channel. And I got God has blessed me with a very nice tech guy. He's only 21, so he knows all this stuff that I will never know. So he put it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I had a mother that, um, and I think a lot of mothers from the, you know, the older generations um, used shame and guilt to manipulate the children, to get them to do what they wanted them to do. Of course. Of yes. course. <clears throat> And that's and, what they're doing in our government and now in the culture. And but it's more sophisticated. We don't even see it. You're right. We don't even see it. We got to be smart. That's why there's so much depression and suicide. It's it's really quite a mangled society. It all comes from shame, guilt, energy. If you just kind of say, "Oh, where is the shame, guilt, energy in this?" That's what we can do. When we start feeling bad, we go, ah, shame, guilt. Everything's shame, guilt. Everything. There is not one negative thing, and you can see that in my book. All negative emotions come from shame, guilt, 
energy, period. That's it. You don't have to go to – I had a client said, look, if one more therapist tells me, gives me a piece of paper, tells the steps to manage my depression, I'm going to hit him in the face. I want to get rid of it. So they told me, come talk to you. And I said, yes, (laughs) we'll get rid of it. I'm not going to tell you to manage it because that's just miserable. Why would you want to manage it? You want to get rid of it. That's right. Yeah, I, I, I'm of the same, yeah, I have the same experience, you know, with my clients. It's when you have, um, when you've been traumatized over and over in most cases with narcissistic abuse, um, you're having symptoms of depression and anxiety and so forth and so on. Fear and yeah. Right. But that's not what's causing it. I mean, that's not the the root of the problem. And so unless you address where it's coming from, you're not going to get rid of it. I can't tell you you how many (laughs) clients have have told me, yeah, they they went to a psychiatrist and the psychiatrist told them they're bipolar and put them on Thorazine. Yeah, you're bipolar and OCD and and manic depressive and... Right, you're, you're, because, you're, um, because your emotions are all over the place, but that's because you suffered trauma. So, and I may add, you are feeling shame and guilt around it. So, do you, you, you see how right there it's wrong? You are feeling shame and guilt. See, right there they feel you guilty. You're guilty. You're guilty because you feel shame and guilt. I'm going like, right. no, you're human. Can we rephrase that? Mm-hmm. You're human. <laughs> I am not guilty. I am human. Changes it. You, you, you have the therapist, you understand. That changes everything. I feel that because I am human. It doesn't belong to me, but I feel it. And I can kick it out because it doesn't belong to me. I can kick it out. Don't tell me I should feel guilty. I'm good. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm yeah, for this, I stood up for, and said those exact <laughs> words. Don't you dare tell me I'm guilty. I'm good. <laughs> oh, I love it. You go, Lois. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's I mean, so cool. <clears throat> so, that's what, how do I tell, what do you tell people who are, you know, there's certain relig- religions that keep their followers in shame and guilt and they and keep them believing that in order to be um, a good Christian or a good Jew or go whatever heaven, it is, you got to go to heaven so much to your fun because otherwise you're not going to get to heaven. Right. Okay? Exactly. So um, what do you tell them? I mean, how can you help, tell somebody where a religion is so founded in shame and guilt to get rid of that? Where that's okay. the dilemma in people. Exactly what I told you, you know, there's one sentence that's really important. Truth is a powerful tool. Humanity listens to truth. Now, I can tell people, religious people, the same thing, what I just said. And somehow their soul, if they're swilling at that time, will get it and go, oh, my goodness. I think that's something I can think about. And in today's turning of everything, 
it's a great time because, you know, the priests are not God. I remember talking to I was walking out of a um, church, you know, like, I don't know, before I even knew about Shane Gill. Uh, and the guy was given, uh, the priest, I call him a guy, was given a, a sermon about how great he was and all that stuff. And, you know, how you walk out of church and they, they shake your hand and you're supposed to, you know, bow to him and all that. And I said, what makes you believe that you have more God in you than I do? Perhaps I have more God in me than you. Wow. I walked away because I do. That's it? That's what I you said. I talk all the time. Right. <clears throat> we are all part of God. We are part of source. We, we're we're exactly. all fragmented parts so, of source. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if people believe there's other species out there in the universe, but that's kind of, I ain't going into all that. But I'm just saying that you know there's more than this humanity in the whole universe. Humanity, you, John, Jim, Alice, all of us people, we are the most important species in the universe. We're more important. Okay, they can do some tricks with space travel and all this other kind of stuff. I ain't going into that. But we are more important because we carry the God gene. And that can be turned on with the truth. That's who we are. So how dare you try to throw Shane Gild at me? I'm going like, duh, take it, baby. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) You are spunky. (laughs) You are spunky. I love it. I love it. Right. You you say it like it is. You say it like it is. You take it. I'm good. I'm good. Okay, now, do you believe that 100%? No, but, hey, at least you said it. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes. <clears throat> you know, when I, when I first started doing this work, um, shame and guilt were thrown at me, <laughs> not only by outsiders who didn't understand it, but my own family. Uh, and I still get it from them. I still get of it from course. them. But, of course. you know, I'm like, now, this is who I am, you know, there's nothing wrong with what I'm doing. And, you know, I'm not embarrassed. I'm not shameful. But okay. it's, it takes defending a lot of resilience. Yourself. Yeah. It, defending mm-hmm. yourself is another thing. Defending yourself is an invitation to be shamed. Oh, wow. Okay. When people say, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm late. The, the, this red car in front of me had a uh, tire blown out and I couldn't get here. And then the, my cell phone died and I had to get another battery. So I'm really sorry I'm late. I missed this, this, and that. And I'm going, oh, my God. What you could say is like, oh, thank you so much for waiting for me. I had some unemployment situations, period, period. Right. The more you defend yourself, the worse you go into the shame hole. You are, so right. mm-hmm. you are so I right. You are so right. I not defend myself. Okay, mm-hmm. now if I actually, you know, dyed somebody's hair the wrong color because they read it wrong on the book, okay, I'm sorry. You know, okay, something like that. But, you know, for something that happens with the red light, the green light, or like I didn't know any better, of course you didn't know any better because you would have done it differently. So that's stupid. Um, thank you. Goodbye. Short. You know, I'm here now. If you don't like, you know, tough. I, 
I don't defend myself. Why should I defend myself? I'm a good person. I'm good. God made me. I don't defend myself. If you don't approve of what I'm doing, I'm going, okay, uh, I'm really hungry. Can we have a burger? You know, I changed the direction. (laughs) Yeah, you you changed it, right. So, so Lois, um, so Lois, let me ask you this. Um, For those who are not, who are uncomfortable with the God word, we can talk about it the same, the same, um, the same way. It it doesn't The same way. It could be the universe. It could be um, source, spirit, love, whatever, whatever we want to call it. But yeah, we all come from a source. We come right? from a love. The, the, the reality is, we come from the dimension of love and light. Okay, that's where we come from. Now, right. you can use any words you want. We come from goodness. I don't care what you use. You know, I. You know, there's like four thousand words for spirit or God, and whatever works for you. Um, I I just got something from um, Pakistan. There. They have a a, a big uh, ceremony this time, and they said, we're all praying to Allah for you, for the work you're doing. And I went, I don't understand Allah. I looked it up. It's God. So, I mean, like, everybody calls God differently. So just do what works. But know that you are inherently good because the human condition is good. That's all. That's all there is. There ain't no more. (laughs) And the only obstacle you have in life is shame, guilt, energy. So, uh, you know, I teach. That's why I call myself an educator. We have to teach what is shame, guilt behaviors. Like I just said about the defending yourself. We don't know because they're normal. You know, we use them all the time, common. So I teach. This is shame, guilt words. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So that's, you know, what I do. I, you know, like we can't do all that in one thing that we're doing today, but that's what I do. I teach people what are shame, guilt words, how shame, guilt behavior is tossed from one person to the other. So once you know what the problem is, then you have a solution. So this, what we're doing is introduction. So, and shame, and shame, guilt can be, it can, it can cause a vicious cycle because, you know, if, if, the shame and guilt are paralyzing you emotionally uh, and you don't know what to do with it. Uh, often we reach for drugs, we reach for alcohol, we reach for other things to try to numb it. Of course. And then when we are sober, we're embarrassed and shameful about what we did. So we do it again. Exactly. And you will because you have the shame guilt from the inner critic still very active. I tell you, the key is the shame, is the inner critic. Hi, inner critic. We got to have a talk. This ain't going right here. So that's where I am with things. Um, you know, that's now people. This is one thing I, I need to say. People will, we humanity, will never get rid of guilt. He said, I can't get rid of the guilt. I can't. You're right. You are 100% right. You can't get rid of guilt unless you get rid of the shame that's causing the guilt. 
Okay. So, so what would be something? What would be some? Yeah. What would be something that would make us feel shameful? I don't know. Everybody's, you know, for some people, their culture. If they, you know, didn't invite somebody in for their dinner for a dinner party when they just came to say hi, they would feel shamed. You're right. Because they didn't do it according to their culture. I would say, you know, let's go out to eat. You know, that's my culture. So everybody's different. People know what shame, you know, um, what causes shame in their culture. Because I want to do a film like in Japan and China and, you know, the Chinese version of shame and guilt, the Japanese version of shame and guilt. You know, it's... It's that big. It is cultural. You're right. It's all culture. So I can't say what makes you shameful makes me shameful. That's why, you know, and I really want people to know that they can do all these courses that cost a couple thousand dollars, and they can just spend, you know, two years with a mentor, you know, they get rid of the guilt and all this stuff. And they feel more guilty because they spend $10,000 to get rid of the guilt and they didn't get rid of the guilt, so they must really be bad, right? I'm saying, no, you just didn't get rid of the shame. Right. And people don't know that. You know, on, in, um, on page 62 of your book, you talk about narcissist versus victim. And you say, shame guilt separates our personality into narcissist and victim personas if we live in a shame guilt culture. These different personas create a paradox of feeling and thinking. Feelings overwhelm victims and thoughts overwhelm narcissists. So do you agree that narcissists take victims or do you, yeah, let me just ask you that. Do you agree that narcissists um, victimize people? Of course. Um, The interesting about narcissism, about us, everybody has, you know, we have, you know, we have a split and our narcissistic victim part of us. See, everybody has a narcissist part and a victim part. Now, when you talk about someone being a true narcissist or psychopath or sociopath, that's a whole nother story because they're just all that, you know, they have been so covered. That's kind of, you know, way out there. That's a different story. They're predatory. They're predatory. Yes. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, so the kind thing we can understand is that we all are have a narcissistic victim part of us, but the more shame we get rid of, the less active that part becomes. You know, because in your field, you notice some narcissists, they become victims, and then you really get messed up because you're, oh, now they're in the victim mood. Now how do oh. I respond to that? It makes you crazy. It makes right, they crazy. always switch. Yeah, they switch over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It is crazy. Like, mm-hmm. and then you go, oh my god, this is this is crazy. I'm going crazy. Let me out of here. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm just out of here because it, you know, it's messing you up. But it's the shame guilt. You can't deal. You know, it's just the shame. It's it, it just it. I mean, that's like I can't believe that nobody has said shame guilt is it, and we're just going to work on that because that's all there is. There is nothing else in therapy to do. Well, that's pretty incredible, Lois. 
what a what an amazing discovery you have made. Now there are um, when I was doing my book, I got the DS the the DSM five DSM five yeah five thing. It's like five hundred and sixty seven diseases and we can right. this ease of the numbers you charge the insurance company for right okay out of 54600 diagnoses they don't mention shame guilt they don't mention and a lot of things <laughs> and shame guilt is the cause of all of them i mean seriously if you had the time i could go through each one of these diagnoses and pinpoint how shame guilt started that one so even if it's a genetic disorder that's causing a mental illness, how would that be caused by shame and guilt? Because it's accentuated, and we okay. can reverse that. There's really, I, I don't, I don't, um, I don't hold true to a lot of genetic things because it just can be changed. Mm-hmm. It can flip over. Right. I was born with a genetic, genetic um, um, structural formery in my chest, which didn't help the scoliosis and the the, the, the um, abusive broken necks and the broken shoulder and all that, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. you know, I have this incredible uh, friend, chiropractor healer. He's like you know a healer person, and we're, we we did my whole chest. It's totally normal now. It doesn't have any genetic uh, um, problem anymore. Because you can fix it. You can fix anything. We're yep. fixable. We're human. We're adaptive. We're, we're, we're really gold because we're good. <laughs> yes, we are. We are good as gold. Oh. Yes. So, Lois, we're, we're coming down to the end here. Um, was there something you want to leave us with? Just thank you so much for listening because you – Randy, have helped me do my job. You know, my job <laughs> is to teach, and I've got to have somebody to teach. That's right. So, thank you. You're welcome. I mean, that's um, – I like to bring all kinds of aspects of healing and wellness to my audience because not everything resonates with everybody. I would hope that, exactly. this would, that this would, you know, resonate with everybody, but maybe it doesn't. Maybe there's something else that resonates. So I like to bring a variety of, um, of ideas that we can take or leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I do. I really love what your um, – I love your work. I think this is incredible. Uh, and I think you're right. I agree, do agree with you that shame and guilt are – very, very important to eliminate or not eliminate, recognize, and what what words should we use? Release. Recognize release. and release. Recognize and release. Okay, good. So that's what we're going to leave it with. We should recognize and release our shame, and we will feel so much no, no, better. No, 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 no. Never say our shame. Never identify with it. The shame. Okay, let me say it again. We should recognize and release the shame, and we will feel exactly. so much better for it. Right? Exactly. You got it. You got it. Okay. You're good. Yeah. You're good to I'm go. Glad. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad we um, <laughs> corrected that. Okay. 
Lois, um, have a wonderful day, and thank you for all the work that you do to help people. Well, thank you. And uh, I have everything on my website, so that would be the main point if somebody wants to, you know, uh, understand more about what what I'm doing. Uh, okay, Lois and Hollis would you please? Okay, is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, L-O-I-S-H-O-L-L-I-S. And I give a free 15-minute talk um, on the phone uh, if someone wants to know more. Because this is new, and people are going, I don't want to do a session with you. I want to know more about you. And I talk right. for 15 At least now I can offer that. Maybe in the future I may not, but right now I can offer that. Right. It does help. Okay. Thank you so much. We will check it out. Appreciate it, Thank Lois. You. Have a wonderful day. I, thank you for being such a wonderful guest. Thank you. Adios. You're welcome. Goodbye. So we are out of time today, but if you have any comments or questions about today's show, you can email me at loveyourlife at randyfine.com. May joy and serenity always be yours. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Visit randyfine.com, R-A-N-D-I-F-I-N-E.com, and be sure to sign up to receive updates on the latest blog posts, events, and upcoming shows. Thank you for listening.